So are you guys aware of this new trend in cinema? Hmm. Cinema. Cinema. The art of cinema. Cinema. Where it's a new genre, really. Hmm. And I it's love the it. corporate biopic. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, that's super hot right now. So hot. It was the the McDonald's biopic kind of launched it, right? And now we yeah. have like a... I guess it was the founder, right? Because Lisa was like, well, this is the great man. But there's like Steve Jobs and stuff too before that. Yeah. But those are still biopics about a person. But now we have... Well, we have the Nike one. Yep. So we have we have Air. We have Air, mm. which is is sort of about a product, right? It's not so much about a. It is about a company, but it is also about a product. And then we have BlackBerry. BlackBerry, I heard, is good. That's <laughs> that's the. Uh, did you guys know this? That's the Nirvana, the band, the show guy. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, he directed that. Well, good for him. Yeah. I've only ever seen their Wii shopping sketch yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> There's some happy. Oh, they've them. got some. They've got some killer stuff. You should check out more of their sketches. Okay, all right. I feel like Air is also trying to trick you into thinking it's a Michael Jordan biopic as well. Yes. It's like, he's going to be in it, guys. You're going to see it. <laughs> I think someone is playing Michael Jordan in it, but you think, like, oh, you're going to hope that Michael Jordan himself will... He'll do the he'll do a weird, weird Al thing, and he'll be in it as another character. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> he plays, like, you know what would be the best one? He plays the usher from the Bulls games that he always gambled with, that, like, old... <laughs> Old little white man. <laughs> the guy who does the the cute shrug after he beats him in that coin game they play. Yeah, yeah, he's gambling. I'm just like, can you get the quarter closer? Jesus, Michael, how bad is your gambling addiction? What are you doing? Dude, he was wild. Uh, I think about that man's shrug all the time. It's the most, <laughs> he has defeated the greatest, one of the greatest sports people of all time at a game that this greatest sports player of all time loves. And he just, yeah. shr- he just shrugs in a way that's so nonchalant. It's beautiful. So, yeah, so we got, we got air. We got Blackberry. Mm-hmm. We got Tetris. Oh, that's right. Tetris. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, I guess there was an interesting story there. I didn't get the sense there was so much political intrigue on making Tetris, but what do I know? Unfortunately, the sometimes stories behind corporations are a little bit interesting. Like, it is interesting to hear about these things that control our lives. And unfortunately, that also promotes the brand. <laughs> Kevin, how dare you? Well, I would counter that. I mean, yes, I agree. Sometimes there are interesting stories. Sure. But also, there has been a, like, there's the Hot Cheetos biopic coming What? What? Just Hot Cheetos? I think it's just Hot Cheetos based on the myth of, at some point, you know, uh, someone who worked at a factory took that idea of putting cayenne pepper on things, and they put it on the Cheetos, and and success, baby! But, like, (laughs) I I don't think that's true. I don't think that happened. I think that's like I, I think it's become out that it's that was just made up by Cheetos. Are you saying biopics have to be true? Because I've got I I, I think I, th- I think they might not all be true, Chad. Hmm. <laughs> I, I think they might be a funny advertisement for a thing. Like Japan has been doing this for a while. There's a whole anime just that's just an advertisement for the Honda Super Cub about a sad girl who rides a Honda Super Cub. <laughs> I mean, that sounds more fun. It's great. I, I watched all of it, and I already own the Honda Super Cub. And I'm like, this is this is an amazing advertisement. Is there a fantastical element to the Honda no. Super Cub? Not, this podcast is not sponsored by the Honda Super Cub. The fantastical element is her parents are dead, and she's lonely, and she gets a Super Cub, and it turns her life around. <laughs> okay, so, but see, maybe if it was anime, then I, that would solve all of these. I don't, like, I, the, did you know Jerry Seinfeld's doing a Pop-Tart movie about Pop-Tarts? 
Okay, this is too far. That's too far. That's the one that crosses the bridge for you. Listen, I don't like corporations. I do depend on Pop-Tarts. And <laughs> But do you need to see an hour and a half movie about a guy going, what if I put a pastry in the toaster? I don't believe in you. Wendell, your job will never work. This will never happen, Wendell. When, t- when the times get tough, I know I can lean on Pop-Tarts. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think if these were only trailers, like if these were like, Five sure. minute, like live in your head experimental cinema that just explored the idea of what if we lived in a world where people were interested in Pop Tarts and, and their story? <laughs> that would be more appealing to me. And that's probably where they'll stay. Like, I'm never going to watch these things. I've only seen 12 movies. And at this point, <laughs> I don't think I can add a 13. No. You'd have to watch two in a row to get past 13 real quick. We all agree that the Goosebumps movie is on a collision course with our eyeballs uh, about, you know, the making of uh, Goosebumps as a series. And Timothy Chalamet has been tapped to play R.L. Stein. <laughs> Young R.L. Stein, as- asthma-ridden, forces stuck in the same doors, staring out his window at kids and going, maybe I'll They the couldn't find anyone that was frail enough that was also yeah. healthy enough to make a whole movie. <laughs> So, so someone beat the shit out of and shaved Timmy, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it needs to be a kid who's naturally bald, like KG in the Tenacious D movie or whatever. He was just, he was just born bald. <laughs> I can't believe they found that kid who was born bald. It was really cool that they found that. Well, Kevin, you actually answered the question I was going to ask you both of what, what product biopic do you want to see? Kevin, it sounds like you're saying Goosebumps. Well, I feel like it's on brand for me to say goosebumps, but I'll, I also just think Timothy Chalamet as R.L. Stein is really fucking funny. <laughs> Can they stop? There's other young actors than Timothy Chalamet Hollywood. You don't have to put him in everything. But listen, the more the more <laughs> young roles that Timothy Chalamet like takes on, the more he's protecting like other young actors from Hollywood. That's a good point. Oh. I think that Timothy Chalamet is tanking. I think he is tanking yeah. for all young. <laughs> he's he's opening up the the pit of movies and being like, "Get in there! I'm gonna hold back the big boys that are trying to hurt you. Go dance, <laughs> little guys. I'll take all of the emotional damage that comes from being in the Hollywood entertainment industry. There are beautiful kid. young men out there who are now becoming accountants and real estate agents with stable lives and self-esteem. God's bless you, Timothy Chalamet. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you Timmy Chal. Some kid was going to be Flounder in that in that Little Mermaid movie, and Timothy's like. Not today. I'll save not, you. No. Put me on that poster instead. I'll take it. Put is me on the flounder. Cross. Yeah, he's flounder. That stupid movie. Wow. <laughs> okay. Have you have you guys heard the new Kiss the Girl song replacement? It is fantastic. What are you talking? What Aquafina does a rap as as a bird, and it's clearly written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Who I it's oh it's a blast. Can't wait for that to come out. I love that Lin Manuel uh, Miranda has become the court the court singer for Disney. <laughs> I like his stuff, but yeah, it feels that way now for Disney. I I agree with that sentiment, Chad. I also like his stuff, but I am like, hmm. You know what? Get paid, though, bro. Get paid. Whatever. The Flight of the Concords guys had their shot, and then they're like, eh, maybe we'll do other things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want them to be more. I, I still think- I, lo- I love their stuff. I love the Flight of the Concords guys' stuff. I still attest that the main reason the Jason Siegel Muppets movie is as good as it is, is 90% 
Brett songs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, those you take are those out of that movie, that movie's not as strong as you think. Mm-hmm. That's why the second half of the movie isn't as strong, because that's where all the songs are in the first half. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it does a lot of heavy lifting. Paul, what's your what's your biopic, corporate biopic bootlicker movie you want to say? Oh my god, you want <laughs> I I was hoping to avoid this. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Um uh, I'm looking around my. Uh, <laughs> what are things in my life that I want to see? Kevin, I, I was mentally doing that. I was going through my fridge and I was like, oh, I don't know, Oatly. I'll go for some oat milk. The oat milk story, please. You'll never make an, a milk out of oats. Just stop the dream. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I love tenacious freaks that'll make food out of anything. That's what I want. I want say. a biopic about hard cider. <laughs> Just, just the first hard cider ever. Woodchuck, Woodchuck's hard cider. I would love to know where did Woodchuck's hard cider come from, and where did it go? It kind of started cider back up again. It was, it was useful. I won't really. It's a little too sweet for me. I it was really no. Buy I, Woodchuck's. I was not a. I was not crazy. Well, I was. Cra- I liked it when I was younger and didn't like drinking things that you know were regular beer. But yeah. you're right. It ha- it created a foothold. It was like it, it. It gave all other cider a chance to claw its way up out of the. I was not aware of this this paragon of ciders. Oh, was that a pear cider punch? Fucking nice. Yes, that's totally what I meant to do. Before the the accusations start coming in, I'm not drinking during this podcast anything but filtered tap water. There's just a a book about cider on my bookshelf right now that I'm looking at. So it's called Cider Hard and Sweet. Here's my question, though. Where the fuck did Woodchuck Cider go? I haven't seen it. It got pushed out. Angry Orchard kind of runs the show in yeah. the Sam Adams belt. So I think Angry <laughs> Orchard probably pushed it I out. I think you're right. It, you know what it did? It, you know what it really did? It Timothy Chalamet for all the other ciders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it took, that, took that bullet. It was too sweet. It was not great, but it was being itself. And America <laughs> loved it. And and it and it opened up a lot of space for a lot of other ciders to be themselves and and to find their people. God bless you to the Mithy Chalamet and Woodchuck Hard you. Cider. Swim on, little flounder. You and your David Diggs lobster. You keep you keep going. Hey, welcome to Goosebuds. Welcome to Goosebuds. Hi. I'm Kevin. I I'm Chad. I'm Paul. And uh, this is a podcast where we read the uh, works of RL Sign and other 90s YA books and give them the hard-hitting critiques they deserve. Today we are reading Goosebumps 2000's Slappy's Wet Dream, <laughs> Slappy's Nightmare. Chad. Sorry. Chad getting us a- an adult rating, but that cover, man, that cover is implying nocturnal emissions if you're, t- if you're telling me anything. Did you see uh, uh, on the Goosebumps? bumps wiki tim jacobus's uh like pose for the cover like i loved it yeah he's modeling that that tim jacobus's pose not as orgasmic that slappy on the cover orgasmic listen some puppets gotta come (laughs) (laughs) that's uh the new tagline for our show puppets gotta come (laughs) that's why slappy's so angry all the time is because he can't get a good one in (laughs) tim jacobus's hair is voluminous in that picture what Ooh. Vidal Sassoon ass regimen <laughs> is Jacobus on in that? It's beautiful. He looks so. I wish I. I wish I had a head of hair like him. I wish I had his life. Yeah. Uh, Do you? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Slappy's nightmare. Oh, guys! Holy shit! Who's playing Tim Jacobus in the Goosebumps corporate movie? I'm gonna say J- Jason Siegel with a wig. Wow. Jason. Okay. Se- well, okay. I was gonna go like Tony Hale. 
That's too good. That's too good of a casting choice, Chad. They won't do that unless the guy from Nirvana, the band, the show directs it. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at photos of modern day Tim Jacobus. He looks nothing like that photo. He has short hair. He is like a he's like a looks like a military dad now. Folks change their hair, Chad. I would now cast um uh who's who's Biff from Back to the Future? What's his name? Um, oh, I don't remember that actor's name. But I know I should know he was in Troll Hunters. I just can't place it. Uh, Wow, Chad, I'm going to have to edit around your disrespecting (laughs) Troll Hunters. His name is Thomas F. Wilson. Tom Wilson. Yes. I feel like Tom Wilson is Tim Jacobus now. That's my casting. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I feel like he'd have a nice like antagonistic energy to go opposite of Timothy <laughs> he Chalamet. He just bullies RL like, like he did, like Biff did to McFly. And then the- he comes up with a title. He draws the picture, and he's like, "Right, bitch." <laughs> and then they have like an RRR scene where they become friends. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, I love that. This, now see that movie sounds great. I love this idea of this biopic movie. If you can't tell by the extended uh, intro here, uh, the book's not very good. This. <laughs> <laughs> Slappy, Slappy's Nightmare, according to the Goosebumps fandom wiki, which I feel like I don't even want to like, give fandom a shout out, by the way, because they've been like buying I hate websites. Fa- I whatever. hate fandom so much. They're, I they're, hate fandom. I hate it. They're okay. They're up there with um, there's three things I hate on the Internet and only three. Wow. wow. Are you ready for my three hates? Uh, fandom. Wow. And a subsect of fandom is the second hate. And it's that fandom puts pictures on their uh, we- website and protects them in a way that when you try to download them, you cannot use them, even though they're- Are they web peas? They're like web peas, and they're- Dude, you don't even own that cover, fandom. <laughs> you just fucking downloaded it and uploaded it and then fucking put it as a web pea, you piece of shit. Web peas, web peas are the worst format. Oh my I God, I hate web peas. And then the, and I hate a fake PNG with a fake transparency. Oh my goodness. There's got to be a plugin that like auto converts a web pea to a PNG. Like someone's got to be hard at work on that. Here's what I do. I screen grab it and then I just cu- paste it into Photoshop and then it's done. Game over. Yeah, that's right. But that extra level of conversion they're making us do is, is absurd. It's infuriating. So Paul's three hates, two of the three hates are really just about image formats. They're all, actually, they're <laughs> all about image. They're, they're, all three of them are. Fandom is only hated because of it being the purveyor of the second hate. But also didn't fandom like buy out like... Uh, game facts are more of like the message board ones. So now the only place to go for any of this stuff is like awful fandom wiki pages. Yes. On the fandom wiki page, the reason why I was mentioning it in the details for Slappy's Nightmare. Uh, I think this is important. Currently, okay. this remains the only book featuring Slappy that has yet to receive a classic Goosebumps reprint. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think he wants to let it die, and I think he should. I mean, I think that gives this book a special bullet point. Which it desperately needs, uh, because there's, <laughs> there's really not much going on here. This is a third-person Goosebumps book, which is not very common. Mm-hmm. Yep, hints of hints of ghost written. Yep, hints of go- yeah, smacks of ghost writing. So uh, another thing about uh, a weird coinkydink with our three legally obtained copies mm. is we all somehow got the UK version of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was cheaper to ship it from the UK. Than get it from the <laughs> yeah, US. that's what that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> so I was convinced. I was convinced that like this this had like been ghost written by a British author and like Scholastic really let it slip past the goalie and like. I, th- I thought I had RL dead to rights on this one. Yeah, I'm a, I, I feel sorry because you definitely, you were like, you had him dead to rights. That's all That's all there is to say. Uh, but I had to chime in yeah. like the <laughs> brainiac that I am and say, oh man, I just read crisp packets and sweets wrappers 
and mum is being used. Guys, I think yep. we got the UK version. Yep. And I was like, ah, dang, we did. You know what? At least it made something interesting happen in the book, which is I learned about weird words that the British people use that we don't use. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, there's like things that happen in this book. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah. Here's the first thing that happens in this book. It begins with theater. as <laughs> Recurring fan favorite Goosebumps character, Jimmy O. James, appears. Jimmy O. James. Last seen in, in Slappy, uh, Bride of Slappy? Yep. Or yep, Slappy Does one. Dallas, yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, oh my. <laughs> all this wet, all this <laughs> wet dream talk of Kevin. Randy. Chad opened, Chad opened the door, all right? <laughs> No, Slappy opened the door <laughs> by jizzing in his sheets. Sorry. We gotta rate this one CT. I bet it's like pine sap. <laughs> this, is, this is definitely a, C, a CT episode. Do you guys want to explain what CT is? <laughs> it's, a, it's a continued joke rated CT I, for come talk. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought. Just make sure. Just make sure we're all on the same page. All right. Okay. We can do this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Jimmy and James about to go on stage with Slappy, the cursed puppet. Uh, this book kind of assumes we're pretty up to speed with yeah, Slappy. Yeah. We get on stage and Slappy like assaults a kid. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I mean, he gets up there and it's the classic Slappy bit. Slappy is yeah, he's just taking him to <laughs> it's task. The classic Slappy bit. He's got to switch out and he's fucking taking Jimmy O. James to town. He's whipping him. And Jimmy O. James just has such fragile self-esteem and the kids like are just like, wow, we do not like Triumph for the Insult comic dog. <laughs> that, well, at first they like it. At first they're like, give it to him, Slappy. Tear him up. And, <laughs> and the soup joke is legit pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. There are a couple of yeah. there are a couple of, uh, of rippers at the start of this one. You know, this is this is RL. You know, uh, he's being jovial. Yeah, he's being jovial. He's a jokester by trade. He's a jokester. Old by jovial trade. Bob Stud. He loses the crowd though. Slappy loses the crowd because he goes a little too blue, a little too deep. Um, well, <laughs> <and> he- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, Jeff Dunham here. No, 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 no. no. Uh, he loses the crowd uh, when you're losing a bunch of kids. Uh, with with your abusive jokes, you know you've really gone down a dark path. Uh, and so instead, uh, <laughs> smartly, Jimmy O. James is like, let's do some crowd work, which is what you always do when you're losing the crowd. And, and he's like, who wants to come up on stage? And no one raises their hand. He's like, uh, I've I've got a special prize for anyone who wants to come up on stage. And like one kid comes up and uh, immediately Slappy just like he bites him. He Mike Tyson. He Tyson's him, yeah. his ear. Uh, yeah. And he holds on to it. He's got a he's got a vice grip on there. The bite of eighty seven for Five Nights at Freddy's fans. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Chad, why do you know that? Chad, why do you know that? Because I read the wiki to try to understand the possibly interesting lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, and wouldn't you know it, the lore fucking sucks. Chad, <laughs> Chad, you know what I love about you. You have hope for every game and movie and world lore. You have you have the the most sincere hope that it'll be good. And I love that about you. I love it when Chad pretends like we live in a meritocracy. It's always, <laughs> it's always very funny. Maybe the good ideals will rise to the surface and right. He's always looking for it. He's always looking for that. We're not in a truly random universe. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> love you too, Chad. 
Keep the hope alive, please. <laughs> so Slappy's bite is interrupted. Eventually he gives up as, as people begin to rush the stage uh, and then kids are trying to flee and pandemonium is unleashed. And then yep. you said that, that we have to have knowledge of Slappy, but I don't know that this has ever been in, in any of the other books, but Slappy has a power of the voice in this one. Oh uh, yeah, he gets a new AOE. He has an AOE power <laughs> of the voice. What are, you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? He has he has a scream power. He unleashes like a siren. <laughs> he has a banshee scream. You don't remember yeah. it? Oh, sorry, just I don't know why. Yeah, okay. This is yeah. not this is not a bit. We have we have bitted before about things that oh. did not exist. This is not a bit. He has a he has the power of the voice. And he he hurts everyone in the room so badly that someone screams, my ears, it feels like there's knives in my ears. Yeah, and all the kids like are, are like, oh shit, it's a DPS race right now. And they're trying to hit Slappy, but his evade is too high because they haven't been using their debuffs and they just can't get him down. Amazing. Uh, God, I, I thought the Sonic scream never comes up again. Never comes up. Never, never comes up. He could have used it so many times in this book. Uh, <laughs> it, the cooldown but, is way longer. It's too too yeah, long. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a daily. It's a very. No, it's not even a daily. It's like a weekly. It's like a. It's like yeah, a fortnightly. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy O. James had said repeatedly before this off stage that this was Slappy's last chance. Yeah, he blew it. He blew it. He did the Sonic. <laughs> he did it. He he had to do his Sonic AOE, and the raid's over, and they go backstage, <laughs> and Jimmy was like. What the hell was that? <laughs> and Slappy's like, e -he -he, I'm Evo. I'm a bad uh, puppet. I'm going. I'm an to iconic IP. He says, <laughs> "I'm going to kill you, Jimmy O. James." He does threaten to kill him, and Jimmy O. James says that he's off the team. He's no longer a part of the show. And I, this is a confounding line that I had to write down. Uh, Slappy says, and you wouldn't know a, a good joke if you heard one, which you never have. Even though Slappy tells and writes all of the jokes during the sh during the show, so in yeah. a sense, he is self burning himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, this this book seeks to give you a more complex view of Slappy, uh, and you, you have to know that a lot of Slappy's hatred starts with himself. Wow, you know, wow, you're right. Wow, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Also, there's a little, there's a little bug or something inside him from book two. You haven't addressed that in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, the little what? bug guy. What was that all there's about? A little bug in there. Is that what? Is that real? Yeah, he's got a little bug. Okay, neat. Doesn't come <laughs> up in this one, but yeah, that's cool. Maybe that's where the scream came from. Maybe this bug needed the scream. Am I crazy? There's like a little bug. Anyway, sorry, about please go ahead. S Slappy also takes offense at being called uh, evil, like uh, when when uh, when Jimmy James mentions the evil toy maker that made Slappy. Slappy's like, well, you don't have to say evil. <laughs> <laughs> Slappy, did we hurt your feelings? I think we're plumbing. I think you're right. I think you're onto something with the self hate thing, especially with where this suddenly goes. He's looking at a mirror reflection of himself in this whole book because Jimmy reveals Whoa. Jimmy reveals that he has a plan to move on from Slappy. He opens a crate, and in the crate is another Slappy, <laughs> an identical twin made by the evil sorcerer that made Slappy. And the twin's name is Wally. Oh, yeah. Also, do you guys have any questions about, like, where did that come from? Like, I mean, just, I don't know, you order on a catalog? I have more questions at the end of the book, which we'll get to, Chad, but yeah, it is, okay. rela yeah, it is yeah, related to there's that. There's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. We've done Evil Catalog before, so that I think does make the most sense. It tracks. And e evil, evil Catalog is pretty fun. 
It's definitely a book that was written by RL at some point. It might not have ever made it out, but it's in it's in the Goosebumps averse. Sure. There was that there was that witch who like took out an ad, right? For like That's right. That's recent. Huh. Yeah, I guess the I guess the local classifieds are a pretty spooky place. Look forward to uh, RL's upcoming book about Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> they want me to drive to them is the title. Yeah. <laughs> Do the sisters show up at this point? Yeah, yeah, what are these sisters about? So uh, the he he threatens Slappy. Slappy begins to beat the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he so hard, just really mess him up. Really messes him. First, he takes the <gasps> the carbon copy. Slappy rips its head off, pops its head right off, and then he says, "And now I'm coming for you, Jimmy O. James." And he chokes him out, gets him on the ground, and has him dead to rights. Like we had yeah. RL dead to rights when we were looking at the British talk in this. And we were like, RL, you, you flew too close to the sun. You got a Brit to write it for you and you didn't even cover your tracks. You didn't even, you didn't even <laughs> copy edit this one, RL. He's got him, but he's saved by the Georgia as she <laughs> appears in the doorway. Uh, so Georgia shows up. Georgia, uh, what's her last name? Boonshoft? Uh, uh, not yeah. made up yeah. last name. Either Boonshoft or Boonshoft. I don't know. I'm not. Boonshoft? Boonshoft? I don't know. Who knows? I only read it in a book, so I I cannot cannot attest to the pronunciation. There's truly no way to know how to pronounce that name. Yeah, Georgia and her piece of shit sister Stella. Oh my god, Stella. Stella is just the worst. So they pop in. (laughs) First Georgia pops in, and she's just saying, hi, Jimmy O. James. Love your show. Love your act. I missed it, unfortunately, but the the stage <laughs> master said I could come back here. For some reason, even though you assaulted children during your act, the stage master decided it was okay for me to come back here and see you, uh, potentially for um, seconds of uh, of child assault. <laughs> we're, all, we're already not getting our security deposit back, so... Might as well put another kid in danger. Yeah, Georgia has a sister named Stella, and Stella's really like... Uh, shitty and like annoying and argumentative and insulting aggressive terrible terrible person yeah <laughs> and uh, uh george is like hey i'm i really like uh ventriloquism and puppets you know i i, I think your stuff is great jimmy and james is like oh you like that stuff huh give me a second and he slams the door on them and he's like all right slappy i'm gonna put a curse on you slappy's like no don't stop and uh <laughs> All of my strength from the previous scene has, has left my body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. He like steps on him in this scene and yes. holds him down with his foot. And then he like yeah. picks him up like a, I don't know, like he's holding like a fish by its tail or something like that. And yeah. and, and Slappy is completely useless. Yeah. The metaphysics of how Slappy works, because he can get winded and like he acts like he has organs, even though he doesn't. And he can also get choked. He can get sore from laying around for too long. He can get concussed. (laughs) That's definitely true. He feels, he just feels lonely sometimes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he has those weird soliloquies about loneliness throughout this whole book. It's very strange. He looks at himself in the the mirror all all alone at the the small hours of the night and he goes, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) You piece of shit. They're going to replace you in a catalog. (laughs) <laughs> You'll never have love because you don't think you deserve love. <laughs> yeah, this is a dark slappy episode. Uh, Jimmy O. James recites a curse, and he does some magical mumbo 
Jumbo, Clitu, Barada, Nikto, Steph. And Slappy is cursed. He will die in a week. Yeah. He will be killed forever. This one is filled with death and, and dying and some serious, serious stuff. Yeah, which is cool. It is cool, actually. It's good, it, <laughs> wait, it, wait, we don't like this book, do we? Do no, we like this book? not at all. No, but, you know, we have to find some kind of diamond in this rough. So. There was a T, there was a T ball T set up with a scary ball on it that RL, all he had to do was take a big old wallop and swing, and he missed. He whiffed on it. Also, to clarify, RL, uh, Jimmy doesn't finish the curse. He's like, you know what? This curse would just kill you forever, but hey, you know what? I'm going to give you, make you a deal. Right? Is that how he presents it? Is that how it worked? I thought it was just that the uh, evil sorcerer uh, made an elaborate ruse uh, reverse curse. I thought that's what it was. Both are dumb. Yeah, absolutely. Curse goes, he's going to die in a week unless he does three good deeds and no evil. No evil. No evil in between. He can't, <laughs> no evil. No counterbalancing it with evil. But he super forgets that last part. Yeah. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. Jimmy O. James foists uh, Slappy off onto the Boonshoff sisters, and uh, the, the book proper begins. He does think to himself, is this a baddie move? As he hands them the <laughs> evil doll. He's like, did I fuck up? <laughs> is, he, is, is Jimmy essentially saying, like, I'm going to let these two girls, these, these two dumb girls, be my, like, the 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 devil's playground for Slappy to be tempted, sort of thing. Like, is he daring Slappy to do evil? I, I think he's because he, he could benefit from the good deeds, right? Like Slappy could just do three good deeds for him. The right. curse would be off, and then Slappy would just murder him, like he always intended to. Sure, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he's like giving himself a weak head start to get the hell out of Dodge. Mm, okay, that's that's smart. He's going to start the new show up. But you're making him so much smarter than how I read it. I thought it was Jimmy just like, you know what? Why not? Why don't I just hang out here for a little bit? I mean, he could have just like closed him in a box and buried the box and walked away and waited a week for Slappy to die. Yeah, but Slappy gets out of there, man. He's like, he can weasel out of most of those little boxes. Right. So why not put a child in danger? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's the only that's the only logical move. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> you have to endanger the lives of two children who just lost their dad. Irrefutable logic. Yeah. So this could be any any good deeds. Yeah. This is a hundred good deeds for Eddie McDad, but <laughs> truncated somewhat. And thus we are put on a path to have the least scary Goosebumps book of all time, because literally <laughs> the whole point of it is the bad guy is the main character and the bad guy has to do good guy stuff and nothing scary can happen because of that. Yeah. It tries to edge back into scary where because um Stella and Slappy quickly become at odds. Yeah. Uh and Slappy's like, I gotta kill Stella. Uh and there's a couple, there's a lot of scenes of Slappy just like walking into Stella's uh bedroom at night and attempting to kill her. Yeah. They always end in slapstick kind of bullshit. Yeah, slapstick comedy. It, it, it it's just not it's not scary because there is even though there is <laughs> there is murder talk. There's plenty of murder talk, which is scary uh when you think about it. But then when you really think about the fact that you're in the perspective of the, the monster nothing there's no mystery and no fear no. you you literally know where he is at all times and and we know we know who's fucking things up because we know that the other part of the curse is that uh wally is brought to life right yeah and wally will replace wally has the most to gain for slappy failing to solve this this case so the the whole mystery element is kind of destroyed and also this 
doesn't end up mattering at all. <laughs> also, what is Jimmy O. James's plan here? Because if Wally is made by the same evil sorcerer and he's an identical model of Slappy, isn't he just going to be equally as evil and problematic for Jimmy's uh, career as, as Slappy Listen, was? Listen, Jimmy O. James has had too much Evan Williams before noon okay. to, to bother <laughs> with anything like this. Like... He's like, well, a puppet got me into this mess. Maybe a puppet can get me out. He's not. He doesn't have a plan. He needs help, that's uh, <laughs> and it's it's sad to be around him. And the only person that's that's got his ear is Slappy, and he's not helping. No, no. He, in fact, he's enabling him. Wow. <laughs> he's bringing him down to his level. This is a sad story. I order from the good dummy store. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> good- get yourself a good dummy. Yeah. Just trust a good corporation to give you. Put the investment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Those you know what it is? Here's what it is. He's afraid to get a regular dummy because he doesn't have the confidence in his joke writing skills and his entertainment Damn. skills. That's the problem. And Slappy keeps him. He, he keeps his confidence low so that he doesn't find a good joke. Yeah. Writer. Wow. <laughs> this one's deep. So what are the what are the good deeds of Slappy Slappy O Oh Valley? my god. Um, oh my well, god. he tries to clean a room. Um, oh my god. Uh, That's right. And okay, I gotta I gotta treat everyone to this very British paragraph. Oh yes, uh, oh yes, yeah. We're gonna do, we're gonna lot we're gonna drop a lot of the Britishisms that we read. Slappy notes that George's room is messy, so he uh, waits till she falls asleep and he cleans it like a good little elf. And the paragraph goes: He worked for hours. <laughs> he arranged George's collection of stuffed bears neatly in their cabinet. He gathered up all the sweet wrappers, soft drink cans, and empty crisp <laughs> packets, and folded them carefully into the waste paper basket. Waste paper basket. Waste paper basket. Waste paper basket. Yeah, this is an American book. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It was all. It was all delightfully British. And I thought we had him. I, I thought love, we had him. I so. love. I love that they go to this level of effort to change just little tiny words so that it seems a little more British for a kid. Even though, it, like, even though it takes place in America, they all take place in America. I guess they thought a kid would be confused if they read, let expose your kids a little bit, British people. I mean, (laughs) think of an American kid reading that paragraph and be like, what? Like, it's not like it's confusing. It's just it's, Uh it's just slightly off in a way that makes you question everything about the world. That's true. And I was uh confounded by a term later on that will be coming up soon that I will uh, call out. Uh, So we yeah, we are at the point where iconic Killer of the franchise, Slappy, fears for his life so much that he is doing chores. Yep, Slappy does chores. That's Slappy's nightmare. It fits the title. We already wrote the title. Here it is. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so terrible because I just wanted to see Slappy getting... I wanted to see Slappy get fucked up in this book. Maybe maybe they got a note after uh, Bride of Slappy or whatever. Because like that one was pretty fucked up. Are they trying to face turn Slappy? Is that what you're saying? I think they were trying to make him like more t-shirtable. Like, mm. They're trying to make they're trying to build the Slappy brand because like you, you know he's a uh, he's one of the few like very original Goosebumps IPs out there, and he's like you know really aligned with RL's sensibilities. Like this is RL's contribution to monsters is the haunted like ventriloquist dummy, right? Like yeah. it's right. It's everything he was put on this earth to do. <laughs> it's it's just like I gotta imagine, not that I'm smart about what kids like, but I just feel like the part that they probably liked about Slappy was that he was a bad guy and a monster and, you know, he killed people, not 
I fear for my life, like any of that kind of shit. They already had that market, Chad, and they had to branch out to the people who weren't won over by Slappy yet, but still read Goosebumps books. The the prime Slappy t-shirt buying market. <laughs> and they had to give you one where you're psychically close to Slappy, okay. so you'd be like, I want him on my t-shirt. Okay. You're just trying to Bart Simpson him, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Put us into the mind of the maniac. I see. Okay. Put me there. Put me there. Yeah, so he does the chores, um, and he does he does them seemingly well and goes to sleep uh, happy that one deed is done and he only has two deeds left, but he wakes up to a scream. And this is where like the they, they try to work the horror in, like a blood curdling scream, which is just not scary in, in its own right, and he wakes up to find that the room has been wrecked and <laughs> The only person they can blame, because earlier in the day, Stella had been doing finger painting in the room and said that she didn't care about George's room. George's room was always a mess. So she came in there to do her dirty stuff and make it dirtier (laughs) and keep her room clean. So there's paint everywhere. Things are torn and and trashed. And the whole room is is covered in paint. And only one suspect uh, fits the bill here. And that's Stella. I guess this is Wally. This is actually Wally messing up uh george's room but i don't get i don't get how good deed is measured in this universe because he still did something sloppy still did something good he still helped a person no one would ever know it was him but also i don't get how the good deed is undone but there's a reason why there's a lot of dream logic i was just going to say it was (laughs) dream logic kevin oh boy so yeah uh you know and can you really is it really a good deed if you're doing it to save your life mm. and not out of the goodness of your heart? This is basically what the good place tackled with a lot. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. The good place was really influenced by Slappy's nightmare. <laughs> what if we could just recreate this perfectly with Ted Danson? Also, like Slappy has never been stopped in any of these books, and he's so worried about Jimmy O. James saying a lot, couple magic words and throwing him in a chipper. When has that ever stopped him? Come on. Again, yeah. we got some serious dream logic happening here. Um, wink, wink. Yep. Slappy drank a silvery pouch of idiot juice. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we are. And now we're in his dream, and we're in his dream ballet. Later, we get a dream ballet within the dream. Ballet. Oh, it's wonderful. There's a couple of the. Oh my goodness, those are so infuriating. Um, Stella's blamed. Uh, Stella's been acting out. And for all we know, from what we've experienced of Stella, she is a POS and probably did do this. <laughs> and Stella's upset that everyone's blaming her for something she didn't do. But we're like, what's wrong with that girl? And mom's like, I'm sorry that your dad's dead, but there's not a lot we can do about it. So we got to rally together. Uh, and for, for a brief second, uh, Slappy thinks that uh, the mom is onto him because mm-hmm. the mom picks up Slappy. And is like, is like, what's this doing here? And he's like, ah, oh, shit, she's on to me. Well, if I'm going to die, they're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Take them down with me. Pretty funny. It's, Pretty it funny. is funny how many times he talks about murdering everyone in the house in this book. It's funny that we're watching a family fall apart uh, from like the perspective <laughs> of evil Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next prank. Yeah, next prank. Um, <laughs> Georgia takes her uh, ventriloquist skills across the street to help her posh friend, uh, Maggie. Yeah, who was injured in a water skiing accident. Yeah. Which presupposes that Maggie can afford to have a boat and skis. Yeah, I mean, she's got like a, she's got like columns on her like porch and shit like that. She's got like a really fancy house. 
but she's wheelchair bound because she broke her hip. Mm-hmm. I actually like Maggie as a character. I wish there was more of her. She's athletic and energetic, but she's confined to the chair, so she's kind of she's kind of down. And she finds basically anything funny. She's very sweet and supportive of her friend. Yeah. 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 So you know the ventriloquist thing goes about as well as as is possible to go. <laughs> Uh, and then elaborate, elaborate, please elaborate. <laughs> they tell a few stupid jokes and Stella's there and she acts like a piece of shit. Yep. Yep. That's, that, that's about it. man. Well, there was like wet, Maggie's wheelchair rolls downhill. Right. Which I was like, Oh, it's like, like, like Mac and me. So, so, uh, Georgia gets a phone call and Maggie's mom calls her inside. And while Georgia run, runs up the hill, we get like a weird kind of Rashomon kind of thing, or we get a bunch <laughs> of different, uh, takes on the same event. Somehow Maggie's wheelchair rolls down the hill and into traffic. And she is she is thrown onto the quote, here's a British term that I didn't know about, tarmac. And I was like, how the fuck did she get onto an airport? What the hell happened? Where what do they use tar- yeah, what, do, what do they use tarmac for? I was like, is their house so nice because they bought it on the back lot of an of an airport? Is that why they have so much <laughs> money left over? Is this a the castle situation? <laughs> yeah. But no Apparently in uh, jolly old London, they just call the street the tarmac. Just found that out today. I think that's cool. That's kind of neat, I guess. I'm glad we. Got, I'm glad we got free from them. I'm glad we did it. Say our own words. USA, USA. Nothing wrong here. USA. <laughs> yeah perfect britain everything's good over there <laughs> our words are right so we're all trying everyone's trying to figure out what happened with maggie in her wheelchair after she swerves into traffic and almost gets hit and breaks her arm yeah she has another broken t- and they're they're like you're all right and she's like i'm all right my arm is broken and my hip was broken girl needs a calcium supplement that's all i'm saying like she's got some brittle bones if she wants to be active like she's got to drink some more milk or do something yeah, she needs some of that d the vitamin d baby <laughs> Is vitamin D good for your bones? No. (laughs) (laughs) But she needs it. This is going great. This is the first time we've ever made a podcast. So this is Uh good. This is good. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Um... Yeah, yeah, so so so, so uh, they they go home and <laughs> and uh, Jesus Christ, Ma- Maggie's mom calls and tells Georgia and and uh, Stella's mom what happened, and Georgia's mom is like, "I know Stella did this. I know you would never do this. You're too sweet of a child and too beautiful of a child." It's Stella. She, she's she's <laughs> yep, she's been yep. real messed up. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh you know, and she says to Stella, I know that your dad is dead, but no matter how much you do that is wrong, he will not come back to life to yell at you. So stop, please. <laughs> uh uh Slappy has a dream ballet where like he sneaks into Stella's room to finish her off and she comes at him with an axe and he gets his foot chopped in half and his head broken open. Now you might be like, "Listener, that sounds pretty cool." Yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. But then he wakes up from the blackness of death. I love that he gets hit with the axe and he says, I'm gone. <laughs> and this dream ballet with, within what we later find out to be a much longer dream ballet. Oh. I mean, I think it's good for throwing us off the scent of this whole thing being like Slappy's nightmare. Like yeah. this whole thing being a dream. I guess. Because yeah. he's like, oh, what a nightmare. That was that was my nightmare. That was me, Slappy's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> if I just keep saying my nightmare, you won't think that there's another nightmare coming. Right. Title explained. We're not going to go back to that. It's all fine. That's Slappy's nightmare. 
Explained. Took care of that. So then he walks into uh, Stella's room and gets uh, bonked on the head with a baseball That's bat. That's what really pissed me off about this part is that <laughs> because they should have they should have errated it to be a cricket bat. Like they should have well, changed yes. all the stuff in the UK version. It should have been a cricket bat. Yeah. And well, th- that was definitely the part that pissed me off, Kevin. One hundred percent. It was the, it was the errata. Uh, no, it, like I was just annoyed because it was like, okay, if you're gonna have a dream fake out. Do- okay, and he does this twice in this book. Mm-hmm. Dream fake out, and then the exact same thing happens again. <laughs> yeah. You have an opportunity yeah. to do something, anything else, and you just do the same thing, except not as cool. It's not an axe this time. It's just a bat. I don't want to defend RL okay. anymore than legally I have to. Oh, my God. But there we go. <laughs> th- this is also maybe good for implying at the end this isn't a dream that the exact same events are going to take place perhaps mm-hmm. interesting because slappy like has the nightmare and then the basically the the consequences are the same in real uh-huh. life it okay. just happens again and he's like oh just a nightmare and it's like sometimes well we'll get to that line yeah uh i, I guess the next good deed is uh is on on deck where georgia has to babysit mm-hmm. oh <laughs> uh Okay, yeah, because that that happened where he tried to climb off the shelf and the books fell on him. Oh, because there, yeah. there were two. Well, okay, there weren't two dreams within a dream. The book he, we don't even need to go into it. Forget about. Are we it. at the part with the little baby yet? Where the little baby? Yeah, almost died? let's just go to that. Forget about the. Other yeah, let's stuff. go to choke a baby. Reader, um. uh, dear listener, dear listener, <laughs> if you want to read it and find out the details, go for it. But you don't even. This is the best possible version of it that yeah. we're giving to you here right now. And this is also a pretty tough book to find. Yeah, you can only find British ones. Yeah, so uh, George is babysitting a, a weirdly articulate two-year-old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that was very strange. This, this, it was extremely lucid of a child. And like RL has a son, so I, I <laughs> thought he might be able to portray a child, but. <laughs> But okay, if I, 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 I'll be honest. I was really having a hard time reading through this part. I, I, if I had read this correctly, yeah, yeah, Slappy catches a child in crib death. Yeah, yeah. He so Georgia falls asleep after she puts the baby to bed, and then like Slappy hears the baby crying, and he's like, ah, an opportunity for another good deed. And he walks in, and the baby's like choking <laughs> on a blanket, like it's got yeah. the blanket wrapped around his neck, and he saves. Georgia from being guilty of gross negligence. Yeah, would have would have ruined Georgia's life, and that baby would be dead. <laughs> and it would have been bad for the baby too. Uh, uh, probably not a big fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Georgia Boonshoft. Uh, I am the dean of of Harvard. Uh, I hear you have uh, you killed a child. Uh, can you? Everything you... seems to be in order here. Let me just open oh. up this full. Oh, I see. Let me you... check your uh, babysitter file. Uh, oh. <laughs> Usually we don't like to have at least one child death. <laughs> Once you're on campus, it's fine. But <laughs> getting here is a different story. <laughs> uh, you'll simply have to pay much more money. It's just it's good, uh, like, good, good satire, Kevin. It's just crazy to me that <laughs> Slappy, uh-huh. Fred, the Freddy Krueger of Goosebumps. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A, is saving a baby. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is This whole book is the, it's just not scary. Because Slappy <laughs> is Slappy's unwinding all the scares. He's he's going around. He's finding the scares, and he's their scare balloons are popping up, and he's popping them with the with a pin <laughs> and deflating well, you know, them. He's 
He's not even popping them with a pin. He's slowly, because un- that'd be scary. Yeah, He's true. slowly untangling them and letting the air quietly seep out of them. Yeah. But guys, if we could just escape our literal minds for a second. Okay, okay. And, and think about conceptually what this book is. It's an opposite day scenario where things aren't scary to us, but the act of saving a baby would be horrifying to Slappy who is evil. So it is a horror book. We just don't have the right mindset. Wow. See, Kevin, I actually agree with you. I know you're doing a bit, but like if, if this book was written as the, the funniest, like if you love goosebumps, you're going to love that the stakes of nightmare monster slappy has to be a guardian angel. Like there's a lot of comedy there. You could have. But it didn't re yeah, it didn't didn't play like a comedy. It played like Slappy's not gonna make it. No one's listening to him. That someone's sabotaging his good deeds. Yeah, Chad, <laughs> I thought the same thing while I was reading this. I feel like this one was an attempt to do something different. To to be to be different in this moment, right? Yeah, because think about what this scene is. If you reverse it, it's someone is forced to kill a baby so they live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slappy is forced to save a baby, so he lives. Mm-hmm. So the ac- the actual scene here is like the horror of being forced to kill a child to save your own yeah, life. Yeah, Wally has been <laughs> Wally has trashed a room, pushed a girl into traffic, and is now trying to choke a baby. The Wally yeah. thing is just an unnecessary contrivance, I think. And Wally does a really bad job of killing this baby. He just kind of sticks her, sticks the baby up in some drapes, right? And what? then the parents get home and they're like, "Why is the baby in the drapes?" <laughs> <laughs> At this point, what do you think Jimmy O. James is doing? Is he just <laughs> in his house? He's got an eye on the calendar. Seven days of slappies. Good deeds. Like, I hope he's going to make it. He's driving in his red Ferrari singing Viva La- Las Vegas. And he's got Wally on the passenger seat. <laughs> but Wally's gone half the time. Like, ah, oh, Wally's missing from the car. I'm sure it's fine. I think in this reality, Wally has already killed Jimmy O. James. Jimmy O. James yes. is... <laughs> It's just in the bottom of a ditch, and Wall- and Wally is driving the Ferrari. Then there's wait, wait, I love that. Then there's no even reason for Wally to do this because Slap is only doing this to stop Jimmy or James from reading the the magic spell. He's taking his soul, Chad. He sees it's it's soul for soul. It's soul against soul here. There's only one sure one okay. soul to go around. God. Okay. So uh, everyone suspects Stella because there are muddy footprints. I didn't. I didn't. Is Stella that small that they? She has the same feet as a puppet. I, I thought about that too. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, Slappy tries to kill Stella again. Stella takes a Polaroid photo, thinking that will prove things, but it just looks like she's posed Slappy above her bed, like trying to choke her. We have a really visceral, uh, like bombing a comedy club at lunch scene where <laughs> Georgia Georgia takes Slappy to school to wor- to work the lunchtime crowd. Well, hold on, before that even happens, I did want to bring up this one. There is a moment so they take they go home and Stella is blamed once again and Slappy is like I'm going to kill her tonight. Tonight is the kill night. And he yeah. goes in for the kill and she tricks him with a fake lump in her bed and he takes a picture of him trying to trying to pull the blanket down off of her to murder her. And uh, then they wrestle. And Slappy, did you notice this little detail about Slappy in this book? He hisses in this book? What's that about? 
Yeah. <laughs> he's hissing I a lot. Did that. That before? He's never hissed before. What's the hissing? Where did that come from? You know what that is? He's trying to fire his AoE sonic attack, but it's on cool. It's, <laughs> it's on cool. Yeah, it's the, the windup. It's the windup of the AoE attack. You're right. Yeah. Then uh, Stella quick traps him in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, tr- she chops he's him. He's trying to channel it, but he can't yeah. get it off. Yeah, yeah. she chops him right off. in the larynx, and he's like... <laughs> I like our version of the book is way better. It's, it's such cool. a better story. It's cool. We're Hi- a good- hire us to make a really terrible Goosebumps MMO. Please. You make, oh. Listen, here's what you do. You don't have Wally be in it, and you just have Stella be as evil as they think she is, and she's actually way eviler than Slappy, and he meets his evil match. That's the book. Oh, that's so much better. Yeah, so Slappy is trying to, like, I gotta be good. Oh, I'm the Grinch. I hate I hate love and kindness. Urgh. And he happens to get placed with a fucking Damien A good son. And it's uh, like, the good son. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't actually know the good son. Oh, you don't know yes. the good son. It's where Macaulay Culkin is bad. <gasps> oh, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, he's bad in it. Too scary. Too Very scary. scary. It's America's sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> the, she, she, he doesn't kill her, though. He doesn't, ma- he doesn't make the kill. Uh, he's nearly caught. Uh, but then the next day, yes, Kevin, now it is the time for, the, uh, for everyone's greatest fear, bombing in front of your school. <laughs> mm-hmm. like this was Whew. this was the scariest That's part hurt. for me yeah again a, she's not the main character of this book no what if the book was written from her perspective <laughs> what if yeah as we're describing these beats i'm like oh this is a pretty standard goosebumps thing like the kid is dealing with this stuff and no one believes her and it's just so bizarre to be written from sloppy's pov it it's your exactly your point chad if it had been if it did our story where it's where stella was evil right and it was written from if it was written from Slappy's perspective and she was evil and there was no Wally could have been a good, funny, absolute, like flip the script on its head type of Goosebumps book. You have that as one option. I think there's a lack of faith in the child audience that they couldn't understand. You could do perspective shifts, but I think they they were like, no, pick like a perspective and stick to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. No perspective shifts, please. Right. You could have done something interesting with perspective shifts, like, and have, like, a, this chapter's from George's perspective. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's a uh, fuck so, it. So, George is doing, yeah, uh, the funniest time in the world to do stand-up is uh, at, at lunchtime, like you said, Kevin. That kid burps and it gets more laughs than her, which is really depressing. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Wally just shows up, like, uh, <laughs> And and Slappy just drops the I'm a I'm a regular ventriloquist dummy bit, and he's like, and he get he gets up when he sees a purple hat, Stella's like iconic purple hat, <laughs> and uh, he runs off the stage, and I was like, holy shit, that dummy is running on its own. But we rips the hat off, and we find out that it's Wally. Wally's wearing a purple hat, and he's at the school for some reason. And then they fight in the lunchroom, and it's, I, I feel like it's really like Naruto AMV uh, style. <laughs> I was going to say, it, it reminded me of a WWE backlot brawl kind of yeah. kind of vibe, but with food. Two little dummies just going at it. They're <laughs> dumping hot pea soup on each other. Then yeah. molten macaroni is thrown upon one of them, and then- uh, poor Georgia tries to step in and break it up, and she gets uh, scalding spaghetti thrown in her face. It's steaming as she pulls it off of herself. Numb by Lincoln Park is playing at <laughs> eleven thousand percent volume in the background. It's clipping. <laughs> Points of authority is going off as 
Slappy and Wally are, sl- are hitting each other. <laughs> so Slappy goes to hell. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Slappy and Wally fight. Wally shouts, "Die now! Die now, Slappy! Die, die, forever. die forever, Slappy!" <laughs> <laughs> real, real fundamental misunderstanding of what the word "die" means. Yeah, uh, Georgia. Just kind of like she scruff grabs both of the puppets. Yeah, that's um, right. She does scruff them. <laughs> <laughs> she, she pulls them apart in, like two in, her, in her mouth. She picks them up. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "No more fighting. I'm your mother now. No more fighting." <laughs> and then she uh, she like whips them like both into a trash compactor as they're pushed together. Uh, Wally and uh, Slappy kiss passionately as. They're <laughs> their woods merge <laughs> they know the love that they so vehemently fought against for their entire lives uh in this last moment before death's sweet embrace and slappy finally learns to love himself through loving someone else who is himself and the universe opens up to him in a final display of fireworks uh <laughs> as he's chewed into darkness and then he wakes up and guess what it was all fucking dream uh, used to read Word Up magazine. Uh, salt and pepper <laughs> and heavy D up in the limousine. Turns out he's back in the dressing room where we started this adventure. Nothing has happened. No one's gone anywhere. No progress has been made. Slappy has not learned anything from his nightmare. He's like, haha, I'm alive. He's skipping around like so many, so many of these books. And with the kids the, dancing, the, the protagonists that like dancing because they're alive. Mm-hmm. Like, haha, I'm so alive. I live. I live. It, I am invincible. It's, it's <laughs> big. I am invincible. <laughs> <energy>. <laughs> and, Sadly, no uh, gust of uh, liquid nitrogen <laughs> hits Slappy after this. <laughs> that would be that would be rad. And then and then a pine box shows up for Jimmy O. James. He's like, "What's this? I didn't do really nothing." <laughs> <laughs> Slappy's like, oh no, what, what's in there? And it's uh, it's Wally, and the story ends with the iconic line by Jimmy O. James, sometimes nightmares come true. Which, like, what? Because, like, sometimes dreams come true. He knew what Slappy's nightmare was? How does he know what he dreams? <laughs> also- Is Jimmy O. James the magic man? <laughs> Slappy sleeps? Why does Slappy need to sleep? What? Is- <laughs> that's, a- that's a very good point. Listen, the title of the book was already decided. <laughs> it's uh, it's so infuriating that he does the same thing he does earlier in the book with the axe scene and just is like the same thing happens again and that's it. I, I have so many questions. Who sent him the box in the first place? Who sent him the box now? How did the person know that he was going to be doing a show at this point and send him... I, I could continue to ask questions. I'm not going to continue to ask questions because this is dumb. I I usually have a punch up at the end, but I don't got one this time. I, he did not care. It just it's an insult, an insult. <laughs> yeah, it's, I still I even I like our version of Slappy is has to be good for a magic spell, and he's paired up with an evil child. But mm-hmm. even then, it's still kind of taking the teeth out of the most iconic monster in Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather still see like. Slappy having the upper hand. Though when I even as I say this, Slappy's kind of sucked in most of his books. Mm-hmm. Like he's cool. <laughs> he scares Paul. I understand this, but like he's relatively ineffective in the other ones. You could do something called Slappy's Nightmare. Okay, so uh Slappy is having nightmares where he's forced to do good things. Uh and it's like kind of freaking him out. And 
it turns out like Jimmy O. James is cursing him with magic to have nightmares and Slappy like turns the tables on Jimmy O. James and like Freddy Krueger's the shit out of him or something <laughs> like that. That's cool. Like that could that could be Slappy's nightmare. Yeah. Like sla- like it's Slappy's nightmare in the sense that you get to do the this is a nightmare for Slappy and then you get to have Slappy take control of Jimmy O. James's nightmare and be like this is Slappy's nightmare now. Oh, okay. All right. You get to play with that. You get to venture brothers the shit out of that title. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. That's better. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't have to write this and I, I wasn't I wasn't under any sort of pressure. Like, I'm sure this was difficult to do. The RL you got done. I'm trying to be nicer to you. After Full Moon Fever, I legitimately believe that RL can write a good story that was my feeling was that maybe rl was so tired from working so hard on full moon fever (laughs) that he just dumped this book out onto the he just had a bunch of note cards dumped them out and was like "Mm, that's a book right there and just pieced it together i i think both full moon fever and this one were ghostwritten by different people the voice and tone and pacing are both are different i we i want to do further investigation rl listen maybe you just were you put all your creative energy into that last one And he was a little tapped out, and this one was just, what if he has a dream? That seems like a goosebuds. That seems like a goosebuds. It was a real nightmare, guys. That was our nightmare. Uh, For those keeping track, the next slappy book. Yeah. uh, Because this is the fifth in the Living Dummy saga. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to have that information for you immediately, and I did not, so (laughs) I don't know. The next one, the one that comes after this one, we've read this one, but the one that comes after it is a a title that Chad is going to tell you. (laughs) Uh, And he's going to tell you this title any second now. Slappy slappy books. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? No, so I was just Googling slappy books. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to tell you about it. Before he does, I just wanted to thank everyone again for listening and for those who just say nice things to us and encourage us to. Keep on going. Keep on reading. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being being a friend, a goose friend, a goose bud. I got the- I got it. It's Revenge of the Living Dummy. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> Paul. Woo. Woo. Trying to snipe me there, I'm Paul. sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I had it. I had it sitting here. It's a Goosebumps Horrorland book. So Slimey's Nightmare was written in 1999. Revenge of the Living Dummy is 2008. Wow. Which means it was a, it was a full- it was almost a full decade before RL decided to revisit mm-hmm. this classic character. Mm-hmm. I've got high hopes for Earth Geeks Must Go, which is the next uh, 2000s. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a Goosebumps book title, to be honest. I mean, whatever. Hey. <laughs> I know, I mean, in a cool way. I'm, like, interested. F- fuck me up, RL. I'm excited to see the geeks get a chance to shine. And hey, if you want to support the show. Oh, yeah. And get access to bonus Camp Goosebumps episodes, we have dozens upon dozens of bonus episodes for you listening where we hang around the digital campfire and talk about things that are on our minds. And the most recent episode that'll be coming out soon is very tears of the kingdom heavy. If you're interested in that. Yeah. Um, you also get to access our exclusive discord, uh, join our Patreon and help vote and choose on books that we're going to read next. All of those wonderful things. You can go to patreoncom slash goosebuds. It's patreoncom slash goosebuds. Your support keeps the lights on in our lives. If you throw us $5, you basically get an entire other podcast to listen yeah. to. 
Yeah. Five buckarinos to have your three good buds hanging out, talking around you for like a day's worth of time. That seems pretty good to me. We even have gaps in there where like kind of like Dora the Explorer where you can like chime in. We'll say something and then we'll wait like 10 seconds for you to go like, I agree. Or like, I didn't like that remake. We should make, <laughs> we should make a soundboard that's got that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, Kevin, you got a new game. I got a new game. Hello, I'm Kevin. I've been this person. Uh, I I have uh, made another video game, as I want to do. I, I participated with my friend Joe in the Pursuing Pixels James Jam Game Gam. Uh, and after a week of uh, of labor, uh, we have come out with a new game. It's called Wizard Laws Are Meant to Be Broken. Uh, it's kind of a Bobble is you like WarioWare esque puzzle platformer game. Really think Super Try was firing on all cylinders for this one. It's really good. You can play it in your browser if you go to supertrystudios.com or supertry.itch.io. They'll you'll see you'll see Wizard Laws. It's right up. Yeah, you fun. guys were really and, uh, on. You were really on one with this one. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a good one. We're probably going to keep working on it on my Patreon. Big shout out to all the folks who support me on on patreon me and joe uh at, at the give kevin money.com because uh we couldn't have we couldn't have goofed off for a week and made a video game about lighting a wizard on fire if uh <laughs> if, it, if it weren't for people believing in us with their wallets so that really means a lot uh, th- uh so if, if you want to check out the game it's free on supertry.itch.io uh and if you want to support uh, our further game making trials and we are going to work on wizard laws i think a little bit more in june uh, just head on over to givekevinmoney.com and uh, check it out. There's there's good stuff there. You gotta believe. Yeah, Paul, you got anything you want to promote? Eh. Vitamin D. <laughs> Paul's always so humble. Continues on TikTok. Go follow them on TikTok. <laughs> we haven't we haven't uh, posted a lot there, but you can follow us on TikTok. Um, and uh, you can see some shorts, maybe. Nice. I'm I'm on I'm on TikTok. I'm on Letterbox at Quantum Theory. I'm. I'm trying to stave myself off of social media now that Elon's Twitter is a dead site and I can't use it anymore. Please, Letterboxd or TikTok, come on over and find me. I need, I need, I need you. <laughs> Check. I don't know why it sounded so desperate. Uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was going to ask you if any any gems on Letterboxd. Me watch anything good lately? Uh, you know, I just watched uh the Gardens Galaxy Holiday Special. That was that was pretty solid. Neat. Uh, Kronk's New Groove had never checked out that straight to DVD. Sick classic. How, how was it? It's really just three episodes of a TV series stitched together. It definitely feels like that. They're like all right, unrelated, but. Listen, they got the whole cast back, and Patrick, Patrick Warburton, Warburton. Yeah, they got Patrick Warburton, and he's killing it. And for every reason, he really cares about his dad, who he calls Puppy. Mm. And <laughs> you will laugh every time you hear him go Puppy. And oh it's, my god, it's, that's beautiful. It's very, very that's beautiful. All right, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a solid little, solid little watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Patrick Warburton. Hope to get you on the podcast. Yeah, please man. come on. I would. I would. Oh, we need you. I love. <laughs> Uh, I watched a movie called Possession. Uh, it was fucking wild. Sam Neill is in it. Um, and I'll I'll just say this. Jen woke up to a part and I was saying out loud, oh, my God, it's coming out of her ears. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to leave you with. <laughs> so, oh, boy, please watch it. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> so, so follow my friends on their social media accounts, please, to get the good racks. 
Uh, cool, guys. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll uh, <laughs> see you all next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. 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 This show is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. And we want to thank the greatest of all the supporters from the Book of Names. Book of Names. names. First we have Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara. Hollis Hornbeak. Low Belly Hate Me. Cameron Murphy Audio. Michael McDowell. Hey Josh Rob. Mickey C. Nathan Dolezal. Mike Lanteri. Buddy Morrill. Elkade. Mel Dipson. Afsheen. Brian Wells. Dango Twists. Santicles. Stealth Bates. Robert Boone. Jason Crooker. Clay Castle. Miguel Pardo. John Keedy. Gaff. New Paranoia Shop content coming soon. No, it's not. How do you always get that one? <laughs> <laughs> the Juggalobalist. Wow. Ooh. That's new. Gregory D. Warren. Alan Saylor. Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Aiden pledges their hammer to Dwarf Daddy Kevin. Ooh, Dwarf Daddy. Thank you, Dwarf Child. Jar Jar Slinks. Chosen One pledges his cadre of musketeers to House Kevin. Thank you, musket children. <laughs> <laughs> Levi Than. Up in Champ. Jonas Eggman. Carl. Anthony Mulberry. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Elusive Koala. Yanni Markovina. Brooke X. Bezos Christ. <laughs> Christian Van Skeever. Drew Applegate. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hobgood. Zach Connor. Patreon underscore donator comma yo. Joe. Spooky digital ghost. Tierney. Tom Woodham. Andrew Jadzak pledges his grizzled empathy skills to unite Chad, Kevin, and Paul against a true enemy. Oh my god. Andrew Aww. Wood. Andrew Wood. Thank you, Andrew. Climate change. <laughs> <laughs> take on climate change. Just attack it until it dies. Don't worry, we've got hammers. We've got muskets. We're gonna be good. <laughs> it's got a big health bar. We've just gotta chip it down. Chip damage, baby. <laughs> Lord Cornwallis. Carson Birkenbean. Murphy P. Alicia Grave. <laughs> that was weird. That was a weird way to say that. I'm sorry, Alicia. Tevin Ticklebean, the Chad Swan. Yeah, got one. Sean Minogue. Rushy Glenn. Wiggle it. Luke LaFountain. Chip Handsome. Matt McClellan. John Barber. Sarah Kemp. Tanya Turtle. Jonas Blotterman. Juan Jalapena. Keith Halcrow. Timothy Misadilakis. Clay McCarty. Paul Grasso. Parker Lee. Joe, regular name Scott. I'm just gonna. I was. I was waiting to see how long you guys would let me go with that voice before you called me out. <laughs> Ham underscore out. <laughs> Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Oh, Raymond Hernandez. Flemily. The Crowfens, but a college graduate. Oh, congratulations! Yay. Oh my God, it's like watching a child grow up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I think. Do I want kids? <laughs> Did I have a kid? Matthew Sutton. Jeffrey Owen Cahey. Kelsey Kinneman. Luke Noodles. Russell Kasberg. Javier Jimenez. Chris Putrekus. Scotty Pippen. Hugh Bolin. Zam Bambino. Dungeon Kappa. Mm. 
Grand Moff Hamster has located the plaque base on Planet Tooth. Yeah, fight gingivitis. Yeah, get it, hamster. <laughs> we'll do the flossing for me. Zach Ware. Lip Duck. Brendan Arafin. Tobias Clark. Meet Virginia. Nathan Remick. Need more kimchi. Andre Villanueva. Read Stupid Dick. I'd like to take a moment to just say that Need More Kimchi lives in my head rent free. Anytime I tell Jen that we need more kimchi to buy some, I have to think of uh, Need More Kimchi's name. Thank you for being there. Joey Evans. I don't know if anyone has documented the psychological effects of saying the same couple <laughs> of names every month, but it definitely comes up in my brain too. Estimena, Lord of Paul's Pants. <laughs> I think of every one of these names every night before I go to bed and close my eyes, hoping that I wake up the next day so that I can keep making them laugh. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Carewise Gamgee. This is our prayer. Chris Otherworldly Nightwear Hard On Nelson. Swaggy Yellow Squire wants you to know that I love you all. If anybody wants hugs, HMU. Cowabunga. Aw, bunga, baby. Cameron Hansen. Kieran McNamara. Diet soda. Generally depressing. The Deadly Bulb. <gasps> Jackie Ledoux. Coleman Laguza. Lamb. <laughs> ben Bohan. A pair of Scots. Levi Kidder. David Gray. Anthony pledges their blade to the goosiest buddy. Ooh. <laughs> it's a goose off. Bryce Diori. Matthew Bertato. Carbson. I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. <gasps> Jonas Enavoldson. Calamity Carl. Germ Juice. Nick Johnson. Boney. Dr. Diarrhea. Some of Chad's bird friends, we pledge our talons and sharpened beaks to Chad. Cacaw. I love you, birds. I love you, birds. Cacaw. Nicholas Maloney. Burger's Wonderful World. Stephen Day. Eric Horwitz. Tiffany Lee. Dr. Eggdrop Soupman. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Thomas Jancis. Lucretia McEvil. <gasps> Mutant Astronaut? Henry Torbert. Ninja Breadman. Megan McCormick Mason. Peanutburg level 69. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Knapp. Helodicus Frenchlin. Think about that one a lot, too. Uh, I think about that, yeah. Aaron Lord. Dr. Chocula pledges every claw and fang under his command to Yes! Ball. The king of chocolate is on my side. Blit. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Derby. Oh, vampires say blit. <laughs> Brad Schmelzer. They always spitting things out. Cut that. That doesn't make any sense. Chick. <laughs> no, it does. They got stuff in those big old chompers of theirs. <laughs> Plavish. Robot Arena. Callum, Mr. Misfire West. Mandy Nasty. Skeletorin. Yoplin. SSJ Trogdor. Philip Reynolds. Chicago Frank returns. Nate Bit G. Mr. Unimportant pledges this cool rock <gasps> he found to whoever last trimmed their beard. I did it last week. Uh, it, was a, it was a month ago. I do not have one, so I've automatically lost. I got a rock. <laughs> nice. Dude. I got a rock. I got a rock. That'll show climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan R. Davis. Scott Wable. Rocco. Josh Howell pledges his zealotry to whomever needs it most. That's not very zealous of you, Josh. Is that really you, Josh? None of us need it. <laughs> oh, no. We all need it. We all need it the most. We, all need it. we love we you, need Josh. Your we love you. We miss you. We should be playing games with him right now. Mike Spaghetti Jones. Evan Bowen. Chris. Greg Musto. Oh, my gosh. Sean Astin masters yes. the Gundam Death Scythe Hell Amber by 311 <laughs> AMV. 
What? Depthsite killing people to Amber is a hell of a combo. What? Okay. Oh, hold on. I think I got the inflection all wrong in that one, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't know which proper nouns were which. All right, so Sean Astin is mastering the gun in Deathsite. Hell, that's part of the death scythe, and then Amber by three eleven. Amber, okay, yeah. I'll remember it. It's locked. I think it. I honestly, not to tell you, Sean Aston, I think come original would have worked a little bit better for that one. <laughs> Soggy newspapers. Chris Kulik. Dakota Kemp. John W. Hi, first time, long time. Ellie Rose. Sprinkle buds. Hilda B. Saturn video. Kiwi of Lerv. Serial killer X. Wade Norcross. Liam Rogers. Ollie underscore Sutz. Kate the Great. Mike Hart. Kitbush, Benjamin Luther, Sira Sin, Cassandra Harris, Gulliver, Dennis Wright. Oh, it's not as spooky as the name. <laughs> Yova the Moon, Edgars Crassus, Cameron Genseveld. That last name was my favorite. <laughs> Soap. Big Nick Lane. Kira and Brian are big fans. Matt Septor. Greg Gervasi, a.k.a. Vita Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg. The Office of the Goblin Grader. <gasps> Blake Bad Time, Havin' Cavin. Chad's Balzac <laughs> on the attack in the new Eminem track tonight at 11. I don't really know how Eminem works this way to this one, guys, here. I didn't know you had a, t- a tanuki <laughs> sack going there, Chad. Yeah. Anthony Rodriguez. B! I feel like Eminem would be really tickled by the idea of Tanukis if he knew what they I were. think so, too. He'd rap about him fast. Yeah. That's a hot coffee pot. Dan Antonio. <laughs> Philip OG Quicksand Truther and Blade Pledger Hamill, the first Blade Pledger. Wow. Maybe. Jeff Webb is still a big baby, but we both sincerely appreciate your well wishes. Would love an update on your on Jeff Webb's situation. Alpaca acquaintance, DDS. S. Turaku, the thing that goes doink in the anime. All together now. Doink. CM, Crystal Maiden. <laughs> Farah. Whoop. Spencer Y. Jesse. Chris Curdo. Cole Gleason. James Stavernos. Bjorn Deer. Tanier Hud. Jesse Boggs. Did Robbie's mom say that one? Michael Malloy. Chris, the official Goosebuds chronicler and ledger man buyers. Hell yeah. Kyle O'Neill. Greb Comics. Goon Cahoots. Adam Brundle. Babette pledges her feasties to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> she makes the best feasties. <laughs> Anthony Stoker. Dog Lips Gajoyan. <laughs> Gunner Toland. Brony Danza. Max. Zindane. Hurt. AKA Cyberbolt. Don't do that. Crank 2 High Voltage. Hell of a movie. Brandon Nichols. Angelo Edward Longton Santone pledges the Holy Blade of <gasps> Justice to Paul. I have the Holy Blade of Justice. You got all the blades. Smellodies. Blarbin pledges his insect glaive to Kevin. <laughs> yes. Is that a Monster Hunter weapon? Strike down global warming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> Talene Jones. Bacon. Logan Kilgus. Boss Ferratu. Nice. Whoa. Starship Nine. Munch Squad. And welcome to the Book of Names. New name starting with Caleb Snyder, Grandmaster of Spells <gasps> and Enchantments, who pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul. Wizardry and the Holy Blade? Climate change is screwed. <laughs> Might as well forget about climate change because it's over. <laughs> Time to climate change its name to Dunchain. What? <laughs> what? Welcome. What? Uh, hello, Alumo Al- Nuva. Welcome, Brian Yudith. Welcome, a tall glass of dumb bitch juice. 
Oh, we 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 welcome into the clubhouse a proper spaceman. We welcome Bobby of the Eastwood Unlockener of Worlds. The unlocking begins. The unlocking start. The unlocking. <laughs> Hello and well met, Joseph Lavers. Hail Volsoy. Hey, Ray Thompson. Salutations, Brian Storo. 3 a.m. sleep. May your days be long and your hardships few. And let us close out the book with the most powerful name that is currently uh, being read by me, <laughs> Colin Reagan. Oh, the light! The light has grown so strong! <laughs> Thank you all so very much. We love you. Thank you. Fight climate change. <laughs>